0: Your most valuable currency is your time Shake off the feeling of fear. Welcome to, welcome to the Noble Faculty Podcast. Welcome to the Noble Faculty Podcast. Hello, good day, and welcome to the Noble Faculty Podcast. I'm your host, Taba, and I am glad to be here with you again. As always, we are noble, we're awesome, we are excellent. We're here to aspire, uh, act and achieve. And on today's episode of the Noble Faculty Podcast, I have got a very wonderful guest. Um, and it's so funny how we met, because if you don't put yourself out there, if you're not confident enough to talk about your situation you never know what somebody else is going through you never you're never able to to kind of connect with people and i'll introduce my guest her name is fiona
1: hi hi everyone
0: and uh fiona and i i'll i'll quickly talk about how we met okay so fiona you were um you came to my workplace didn't you yes i did and uh, I believe you were on that, um, was it a massage? Yes, yeah. so, uh,
1: yes, yes, I was. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. And I'm not going to lie to you, I just came for the free massage. <laughs> and I ended up, in fact, I'm going to blame you, I ended up not getting the massage. You
1: did? Oh, okay. Ooh, gosh.
0: Yes, because I think I gave myself about 15 minutes to come downstairs and get the massage or whatever mm-hmm. and go back. And then we ended up talking.
1: Yes, we did.
0: And that became more, that was more engaging for me. Okay. Than the actual massage that I wanted to get. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. That's right. So Fiona, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay. So my name is Fiona. I am, I'm not going to say my age. (laughs) You never ask women her age. But yeah, my name is Fiona and I live in South East London. I am a Christian, um, was born again about 10 years ago. And the journey has been, it's been challenging, but I wouldn't change it for the world Um, What else can I say? That's pretty much it about myself, to be honest with you. Um, During my walk, I've been through a few adversities and a few ups and downs, but that's something that we're going to discuss later on, I'm assuming, in the show. And so I can go into a little bit more detail about those things. But I'm just here, basically. My purpose, I think, here is to enlighten any listeners on how I got through adverse situations, tools that I use to get myself through those situations, and also to offer any insight into how people who are out there who are struggling with certain areas of their life, how they can get through those areas and and there is hope and that there's there's no need to be in dark situations by yourself. There are people out there that have been through those situations and there are people out there that have strategies on how to get you through. So that's pretty much what my purpose, I believe, is why I'm here in the studio today. Thank you
0: very much for that, Fiona. So you've kind of mentioned that... um, was your lifestyle like before then?
1: Ooh, let me think. Well, you know, it's not often I talk about my lifestyle before I was saved because I believe that once you're baptised and you're in Christ, that all things um, that are old have passed away and all things are made new. Yeah. But in terms of what I was into and where I was, it very completely different to being a Christian insofar as my mindset, the places that I went, your average life, um, going out, Raven still studying um my my path took me down a route of black history knowing about yourself reading books about yourself self knowledge self understanding things of that nature so that's what okay. that's my that was my journey pretty much so
0: okay so okay so that's interesting uh, what i'm kind of detecting there was kind of like a lack of focus to a degree not not majorly because if you're still studying it takes a certain amount of dedication to study. Um, so it was kind of like, it wasn't like you were bad. You weren't a bad gal, kind of. <laughs> and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not opposed to raving as such um, in terms of sometimes everybody needs to go let your hair down, de-stress or whatever it is. Um, but if that's your only focus, then that could be a major distraction.
1: Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I wouldn't say I was... Um... I wouldn't say I was completely lost because I think that when you're on a it, 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 when you're on this when you're on this journey when you're on this path in life there's many there's only one way we know that there's only one yes. way um but unfortunately, when you grow up and you're being you go through puberty and things of that nature, there's many different paths that kind of present themselves to you as being the way. Yes. And so when you're on those paths, like myself, I was focused on what I was doing. So I wouldn't say I didn't have any focus. Okay. My focus was directed in the wrong way in the wrong in the, okay. and in the wrong yes. thing. Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: Now, Now. OK, that makes it because I was just trying to get some context to, you know, you being saved being a part of your story, yes um so I can uh, now I understand that it was you being focused on the wrong thing definitely uh, that was kind of where the story is and I'm assuming that's where the adversity was,
1: yeah, I mean it was adversity when I stepped into Christianity definitely because as we know that the, when you're when you're not in Christ, you're in darkness mm. so as soon as you step into the light, from my personal opinion you' you you become under attack, so to speak yeah. And I think it's vitally important that um, you know or you're around, surrounded by people who can help you through that process. Don't get me wrong. This is not everybody's story, but I'm just talking about myself. That's yeah. what happened to myself. So three months after I got baptised, I came under severe opposition. The enemy tried to to do all sorts of things to bring me back yeah. to where I was before. But it's not; it was only for the grace of God while I'm still on this journey. And why now... Being the mature Christian that I am, um, obviously no one's perfect, but being more of a mature Christian, I now realise the importance of actually staying rooted in Christ, rooted in, in fellowship with people that are in Christ, stronger people, and also rooted in a church. It is so vitally important for any Christian journey to have those three principles.
0: Now, obviously, I, I know you're a Christian, mm. but sometimes I um, I actually... Tend to associate with a lot of um, Christians and non Christians as well. And what you've, what I'm picking up from what you've said is you should be rooted in the church. Yes. But to a very large degree, is that also me saying so for a non Christian, so to speak, being rooted in faith in general, being rooted in the right people who would enhance that sort of spiritual um, connection or journey with you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you could say that. I mean, It's very difficult for me to answer that question, as you know, because of where I'm coming t- from. Yes, yeah, I know yeah. where you're coming from. But if I'm talking to a non-Christian, yeah. I would always say that there is only one path anyway. If they're not choosing to go down that path, then yes, be surrounded by people that are going to be positive. Be, be surrounded by people that have got your back, that are in your corner. Um, but fundamentally, no, When it comes when it comes to the end of it all you're pretty much by yourself on this journey. Yes. So you have to realize that as well, that there is going to be a judgment yes. day. There's going to be a time when you're going to meet the Savior. There's going to be a time when, when, when you know, this is what the Bible tells us. So at the, at the end of the day, if you don't want to become a Christian, then that's that's something that you may not choose at that yeah. point in time. But, you know, you, you, you are on this journey pretty yeah. much by yourself. You came into this world by yourself through your mother, um, and you're on this journey by yourself. Pretty much, so
0: I totally understand you on 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 the fact that the journey, <laughs> it's a solo journey. Yeah, no matter how many people are in the same vehicle with you. Yeah, you're still on your own. Basically, whether you would get to the destination or not, or whether they'll help you get there, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're on your journey, and you've got to focus on that journey. But that's one of my uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. How do you know your destination? How do you find your purpose?
1: How do you find your purpose? Well, to be honest with you, it's taken me, and I only can speak from my own perspective. It's taken me a long time to realize what my purpose is um, in my latter years of my life. And I really had to um, kind of analyze what I was doing in my life and what gave me joy. And when I say joy, I meant an inner inner joy, a stirring. That, that, that feeling that you get in your gut.
0: Fulfillment.
1: Fulfillment, yes. I had to find a fulfillment and a peace in what that inner joy is. And then I had to think about what did I want to do as a child? What, what did I like doing as a child? What were, what were my interests? And then where did my interests lie? And also what I realized is that those same interests are carried through to my adult years, but yet they were put on the back burner. They were yeah. disguised as something different, but, it's, but, the, but the topic remained the same. The topic it. remained the same. Yeah. So once I found out that that was my purpose and that that was a desire that the Lord had placed in my heart to do, then I realized, oh, my gosh, this is something I have to pursue because, um, you know, it says delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So once you start delight, and that's why I'm saying it's so important. And I know that this platform is for Christians and non-Christians. But once you are in Christ, I'm telling you, your life changes because he the desires that are hidden in your heart he starts to uncover them on a on a daily weekly yearly basis and then you start to realize that all those things that you've been through as a child were there for a reason to propel you to your future and your destiny which is fundamentally in him so
0: <clears throat> you know what let's stop beating around the bush Christ your faith is a large part definitely and for you from your experience being in being in Christ and having that faith is what's kind of taken us out of um, where we were, the dark places that we definitely, were, so to speak.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Could you talk to me about some of the things you've gained? Because and the only reason why I'm I'm not questioning your faith. Mm. It's because your faith is a big part of your testimony.
1: Of course, of right? course.
0: So I'm trying to ask you, what is it you've got out of that? Because some people, I have a friend a Christian friend, might I add, who says, look, church is a myth in the sense that no one's more pure than the other. So I don't need to go to church to meet God. And to a degree, I understand what he's saying. But Mm. to me, I think the message is sort of misplaced. So I'm trying to ask for you, um, what is it you've gotten out of your faith and fellowship in Christ?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a very good question. A very deep question at that. Um, let me just think. I can take you back to adverse times, which actually happened to me from last year to the beginning of this year. Um, you know, you when you go to church, for, for one, I just want to say that we are the church. Like we as individuals are the church. If we weren't in that building called the church, there would be no church. Absolutely. The Bible tells us that we are the church. Yes. And so, and it's also important that we just don't, do things on rigmarole, if I can yeah. say that, and that we do things with purpose so that we also develop our relationship with Christ, with, with God, outside of the church building, yeah. that we have our time in fellowship with him through reading of the Bible, reading of the word, worshipping, praying, and also fellowship with other people outside of church. It's, it's not just about the building. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like going through situations and how I personally came through adverse situations, there were times when I was in such a dark dark place that i didn't know how i would get out of that place Mm. and um i think what i did was literally to pick up my bible and read i would remember and record the words of the bible so i may not have known what scriptures what scripture verse was but i knew what the words were yes And what I would do was repeat those words to myself. Right. And then by repeating those words, they became life inside of me. And so when I didn't have the physical Bible in my hand, and I was going through dark situations, I was able to quote scripture right. out of my mouth. And I believe with my whole heart, I was, that's how I was able to come through my situations. Not to, remem- not to mention that I was also praying, seeking God and also worshiping. Yeah. It was in those times when family were definitely there for me through adverse times, but it was in those times when they couldn't be there for physicality, like location, they weren't able to yeah. be there. Those are the times when I had those intimate moments with God, and he was the one that pulled me through those situations and those dark places that I was in.
0: You see, and this is the thing, now, uh, again, I totally understand you, Mm. but I'm trying to put this into context beyond uh, uh, faith and Bible. So, before I found Christ, Mm -hmm. I used to listen to a lot of motivational speakers. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of my, and still to now, uh, my favorite motivational speakers is um, Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Thomas. Okay. I listened to a lot Mm. of his um his videos and things like that mm. but it was still not enough mm. to make me change mm-hmm. and there's an element of what you've said here where you said the word brought you through
2: mm-hmm.
0: however there was something about you
2: mm-hmm. that
0: had to change in mm-hmm. order for that word to com- uh, to manifest in you yeah am i is that is that correct
1: yeah 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 i would say so yeah
0: because I mean, so well and good reading the Bible, but you have to make the change as well, don't you?
1: Yeah, because obviously without faith, it's impossible to please him. And, you know, you have to, you have your faith has to be something in action. It's, it's an action that you have to do. But I can honestly say the word transformed me because we know that there's, uh, life and death in the power of the yes. tongue. We know that the word is sharper than any t- double yes. two-edged sword, able to divide us under spirit and soul, joint and marrow, to discern the thoughts and the intent of the heart. So we know that the word has power. Yes. So um, although it's well and good, like my, my journey and my path, even before I was a Christian, was I was into very much, um, if I can say her name, Evanna Van Zandt, okay. those types of self-help mm-hmm. books. And um, th- what 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 I've realized now that being a Christian, that these words that are written in the Bible are life. Yes they give you life. And if I wasn't quoting those words, um, personally for me, self-help books and motivational speaking only takes me to a certain level.
0: You see, what, what I just gathered from what you said was that you were quoting those words, but you quoting so at the time you had the problem or you mm. were going through that thing, you were quoting those words and that sort of, you quoted those words back to yourself that was what gave you the uh, self-belief, so to Repetitively, speak. Repetitively, yes. Right. So, as you said, there's uh, a declaration of the word, mm-hmm. belief in it, mm-hmm. and then it comes to life.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: A lot of people don't seem to have that. Mm. A lot of people have wishful thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I want to own a big mansion. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of us are willing to do the research. Mm -hmm. Well, first commit it Mm -hmm. to God, I would say, and then do the work involved in that. For you, doing the work to get out of that situation was actually picking up the Bible, finding the quotes, Mm -hmm. and then repeating it to yourself.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It seems something simple, but it's a process. But many people are not willing to go through that process. What was your process like getting out of those situations? The
1: process to get out for me, if I can put it practically, (laughs) if I can take myself back to that place that I was in, I was literally taking up, literally picking up the Bible, or I would get on my knees on the floor and I would pray, because of the dark place that I was in. I know I needed to 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 seek God and to ask Him to remove this pressure from me to take me out of this situation, because I knew that it was contradictory to what he to, was telling me yeah. in the word he told he tells you that, he tells us that we are the head and not the tail yes. that he will make that we are above and never beneath you That's know right. that we will be a lender and never a borrower he tells us these things in his word and it wasn't until I had to, actually had to look in the word to see what he was saying about me and utilizing those words and actually speaking them that they became life to me and it was literally the prayers the praise and the worship and the reading of the word that literally got me through that situation
0: I've got one for you. How did you know you were in a dark place?
1: I knew it was in a dark place because for me, um, it's confu- it was confusion. When, when you're in a state of, for my, if I speak for myself, I'm not speaking for everybody, yeah. but when you're in a state of confusion and you don't know what direction you're going in, that's the best point
0: to stay still. When you're in a state of confusion, you don't know whether to go forward or go backwards, right or left, stay still. Yeah. Why is that?
1: Because you need clarity people you when you when you, when you're in that place or when I was in that place, I needed clarity, I needed to understand what was going on. I knew that the Bible told me that God is not the author of confusion, so I know that this this state that I was in was not something that was ordained by God, and therefore when I was in this state I had to seek i had to seek him to find out, okay, this is what's happening to me. How do I move through this? How do I stop this happening to me? how do i prevent these 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 what this dark place how how do i get out of this situation and i remember in in, in my church my my uh, the bishop always tells us read your bible it will bless you read your bible it will bless you you know and more time we will listen to what someone else has to say about the word or we we will will we'll, we'll pick words from other people but it's not until you read the word for yourself that it actually does bless you it actually blesses you
0: but again I'm just, I'm not playing devil's advocate as yeah, such. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A lot of people would say they read the Bible and they get nothing from it. So it's, to me, in my experience, you can read the Bible, get the word.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot
0: of I know a lot of people who can quote the word
2: mm-hmm.
0: have no understanding of it. They can't make sense or put it into context. And I think that's absolutely important sometimes that you hear the word, you take in the word, meditate mm-hmm. over it, but, You need your own understanding of of how this makes sense in your life. Of
1: course, yes.
0: Because I found that um, going through these these adverse situations, you might read the Bible. You can read the Bible top to bottom. If you're not there, if you're not engaged in it, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you're just reading. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like reading another book. Mm -hmm. Um, and you need the Holy Spirit to, 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 to read the Bible and to kind of take something out of it for it to manifest. Mm-hmm, like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, what you've also said is that you had to literally repeat that simple process for you to get out of that situation. What could you tell somebody who's going through a dark place? Because you said, for, in your case, it was confusion. In my case, I just knew, as you said, I knew that this was not what God wanted for me. I wasn't suffering per se. I wouldn't say I was suffering. Mm. But I was in a state of confusion. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to act. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to get myself on. I didn't even know where to go.
1: Mm. How do you find
0: that purpose?
1: How do you find that purpose? You have to dig deep. It is a work that you have to do. It's not something that's going to happen. And sometimes a lot of us want things to happen overnight. It's not a happen overnight thing in some in some cases it's not it's something that you really have to dig deep and what happens is that when you're seeking god and you're digging deep with inside of you because we know that you we have the holy spirit living with inside of us yes. but when you're seeking him so deeply he starts to reveal things to you whether it's through his word or whether it's through what people say as confirmation you you, you start to hear these things and, and and things just start piecing themselves together like i said it wasn't until my latter years in my life, that I realised what my purpose actually is. Wow. Imagine being on this earth, and you, you you get to a certain age, and I'll say my age. I'm in mean my forties, but you get to a, you? yes, I am. Oh my god! <laughs> you get to a certain age, and then you realise, oh my gosh, this is that whatever I've been doing before was part was leading me up into my purpose. But now I know what my purpose is. Yes. It's almost like that next step where you have to start to, to fulfill that. Yes. And what happens is that when you know what your purpose is and you know what you're being put on this earth to do, and it might just be a minute fraction of what God has planned for you, but you but you've got an insight into something. There'll be so many different other things that will come your way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. So many different other things. And the, the whole point is 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 I was listening to a sermon today this morning from the bishop in our church, and he was saying that um, th- things will come things will come your way to try and take you off of purpose but you have to remain focused if you have a vision if you have a dream if you had desires that God is placed in your heart from a very young age pick those things up because those things will come to pass you know I I honestly believe within myself that you know there are many different for example footballers out there but Everybody plays differently. That's true. And there's room enough. There's room in this world for each and every one of them. That's right. Do you see what I mean? So it doesn't matter if you feel that your purpose is someone else is doing it over there. Like someone else is a property developer, but yeah, I want to be one. you you're the way you're going to do it is going to be completely different to someone else. That's right. And that's what's going to make room for you. Your gift will rim, will make room will for make you. Will
0: make way for yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I. Funny enough, I'm glad you actually used that example of football. I say something to. A couple of people that I talk to, these um, younger guys that I advise.
2: Mm.
0: You can be a group of friends in the same place. It's like being on a motorway. There are loads of cars on a motorway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them might be observing the same speed. Uh, so the speed limit, going faster than speed limit, slower than sl- speed limit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Number one timing. You mentioned time. Mm-hmm. You said you didn't realize your purpose or you didn't really you know, grasp your purpose until later on. Timing is important.
2: Definitely.
0: Waiting on God's time is extremely important because if you rush, uh, you're just going to rush into something and then rush back out again.
1: That's right.
0: Start from square one, which is pretty much my story. Second thing I tell people... It
1: happens to the best of us, by the way. <laughs> I,
0: thank you. That's, yep. that's, 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 that's very helpful. Um, second thing is you're all on the same road. doesn't mean you're going to the same destination. Exactly. So we might all be doing the same thing right now, the reasons or the purpose for which we're doing it mm. might be completely different. Exactly. And then lastly, um, you, have, you need to focus on where you're going. Mm. Even if you guys are on the same road, there's a speed limit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll give a very good example. On the A13, it's uh, 50 miles per hour.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people go at 60. Every time I see people speeding at 60, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. It's not my business. It really is my business. Mm-hmm. I should just focus on where I'm going, yeah, right? Well, yeah. I'm
1: there thinking, well, why are you? Yeah.
0: And this is how we get distracted.
1: And then and then you get to the traffic light and they're side by side next They're side by side, side, by side again. <laughs> so it's
0: like you're speeding to a, to a red light. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. So it's important for us. I, I really like what you said. It's important for you to know your purpose mm. and focus on it. So knowing is one thing. Yes. Working on it is another. Is is another. Exactly. But staying focused on it.
1: Yeah, consistency is all about consistency. I like that. A lot of the time, and I speak for myself. I'm like, you know, sometimes I think of that saying, "Jack of all trades, master of none," yeah. and that's what my life used to be like. Yes. I used to be in everything, even up yes. to today. I, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I was just about to jump into something, and I had to take a step back and say no. You know your purpose has been revealed to you. You're, you're, you're in a blessed situation. You need to just pursue that now. You cannot go backwards to your old mindset where your hands were in every single pie Yeah, because you're going to get burnt.
0: Oh, <laughs> I love that. You're
1: going to get burnt. So, you know, I had to take a step back and say, okay, refocus. No, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it.
0: But a lot of people usually say, I mean, especially in my case, I, I'm fortunate and blessed. I know I am blessed that i've got more to, uh, <clears throat> a lot of skills mm-hmm. i can do a lot a lot of different things and people say you can't just focus on one thing and mm-hmm. I, I get i understand the premise around it but if you focus on too many things at the same time
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you you end up dropping them all don't you exactly they? exactly So it's important to focus, and as you said, consistency. And I was—I don't know what you, what your opinion is on this. I was talking to one of my uh, friends, a very good sister of mine. Mm -hmm. She's been. She's again. She's just like me. Connections everywhere can do a lot of different things, but she was like, "How did I find? How did I? How am I able to do it?" And I said, "For me personally, I know I've got other ambitions. It was important for me to find consistency." Exactly. And even if I have to focus on that one thing mm. to be consistent, mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to do yeah. until I'm consistent.
1: And there will be a breakthrough. And there it, will it's, be a breakthrough. It's, it's a known, Christian or not, it's a known thing that when you be consistent in your goals and your dreams, a breakthrough will happen, you know? And even more so, if you know what your purpose is and you're being consistent in that, it's, it's going to happen. It's just about what we were talking about before, about timing, Yeah, you know? and in god's timing and when yes. he reveals things to you when he breaks open for you when he lets your light shine and gives you the platform to do so that's when you know that it it's done you know it's done there's no there's no there's no holding back there's no going back you just have to propel yourself forward and in that there can be obstacles because um when you're transitioning in that mindset of okay right i know what my purpose is. i know where i need to go now all of a sudden, you can get these waves of fear that come up and just say, "Hang on a minute, what are you doing now? Yeah. Why, why are you trying to do this now? Where, where are you going with this one?" And then you can become lethargic and laid back, and you think, "Okay, maybe this is not my way." And you can kind of talk yourself out of it. But what you have to realize is that you're that we're as Christians, we're warring not just in uh, um, <coughs> we're warring against the enemy, flesh. we're yeah. warring against flesh. Yeah, we're warring against so many different things, but we know that we're on the winning side. Yeah. You know, we are on the winning side, which is which is which is fundamentally what I say when things come up. I say, Fee, (coughs) you're on the winning side. So, you know, you just need to pursue what you need to pursue.
0: I like what you've said, because um, something I always quote, I think it's and I know this is not a faith based podcast. Mm -hmm. But I just need to quote this, which is, I think, Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, which is um, you've not been given a spirit of fear. Of, power of power love of love and of, a sound of sound mind amen and but you see this is my problem uh, mm-hmm. in that situation not with the not with the scripture of course
1: not yeah
0: it's i know that mm. but when those things when those situations comes mm-hmm. when they come Sometimes that scripture doesn't... <laughs> not, that's, it's not that audible, is it? Yeah. I don't... You know. In fact, <laughs> funny enough, for me, mm. a lot of the times I, I always remember that scripture afterwards. It's almost like a testimony for me where it's mm. like, what was I even worried about? Yeah. And it probably would have been more helpful for me to remember it while I, whilst I was going through it, thinking, mm. you know what, you're going to come through this. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing, which is depend whatever you want to depend on uh, sorry whatever you have faith in no matter what you're going through mm-hmm. you will come through it definitely you will come through it mm-hmm. have faith in god and you will come through that's it that's right it might take a bit it might be quick doesn't matter mm-hmm. um and again, it's like um, I know my um, I know my thoughts towards you. It's not of a. It's f- it's for good. It's for good and yeah. not for evil to give you a hope for, uh, and a future and a good outcome. So, so Jeremiah twenty nine verse so, that's eleven. That's right. And yeah. so it's beautiful a ve- scripture. It's very it's it's very important for us to know. And I think that's the thing when you're going through it. As you said, it's like going being in the midst of a, a hurricane of yeah. some sort of storm. Yeah. You can't see.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: don't know, mm-hmm. and that's why what you've said about being still in confusion is very important.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you just need sometimes you just need to gather yourself.
1: You do. You do. And just take time, you know, sometimes we're too hard on ourselves mm. and sometimes we're not kind to ourselves. Wow. That's what I realized in like with myself, sometimes I'm not kind to myself. Like you can speak negative words against yourself or and we know that these are the enemy's tactics to kind of bring you of down and take you away from what you're supposed to be doing, but be kind to yourself, treat yourself, acknowledge that you're doing a good job whether you be a mother or a father, acknowledge that you're doing what you know is best. Um, The only thing that I would say is, do the best that you can in any situation, and then God will take the rest over. He will will take over the rest of the situation. You just have to try your best. And that can go for children that are in school, that are doing their exams or finding it hard to do revision. You just have to be dedicated and try your best. And if you've tried your best and the outcome is XYZ, then there's nothing more you could have done. Or there's, do you know what I mean? So don't be too hard on yourself. That's all, that's all I can say. Be kind to yourself.
0: I also believe, because talking about, well, you've said be kind to yourself. Mm. Eric Thomas says something. He says, you owe you. And I understand that, even though sometimes I find it hard to live it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. You owe yourself your best life, best yes. possible life ever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think we get distracted by the material. Yes. And it's nice to drive in a Bentley or something of and course. to live in a mansion. It's of course. nice. Yes. It would be nice, but that's not necessarily the fulfillment. How do you steer yourself back when you've been distracted? Because it. do you know what? We can quote scriptures yeah. all day long. Of course we can. What really, matters, uh, what really matters what really yeah. matters is when you're going through it yeah that's when the, the scripture is needed and that's when mo- more than likely you'll probably I'm not going to say lose faith but that's when you start to rely on your own understanding of course yeah so to speak yeah. so how do you kind of realign yourself um to 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 the purpose and the scripture and and what you should be doing your pur- you know do you know
1: <clears throat> talk to God talk like talk like have a like me and you're sitting down having a conversation yeah. it's funny because my elder sister says you know Fee, I actually talk to Jesus and I'm like okay she goes no I actually have a conversation with him like I'm having a conversation with you yeah so my older sister's always said to me Fee you know I talk to Jesus and I'm like really she said yes I actually sit down and have a conversation with him just like I'm having a conversation with you at this yeah. moment that's how she talked to him she said to me you should try it one day so there's times when I actually think to myself God I know I'm on this journey. I know you've put me on this path and I don't want to go anywhere else. But right about now, I actually don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I have that frank conversation with him. And then I wait for the peace. I wait for that release. And it comes. It may not come on the day. It may come the next day or the next day after that. But I know that there's a peace that comes and it's 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 a weight of peace. It's actually a physical, it's 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 tangible. It's a weight of peace, you said. It's tangible.
0: It's almost like the peace has mass. Yes. It's matter. Yes. Right.
1: I feel it. I feel this weight of peace, not just inside of me, it's around me as well. And then when they say, you know, the peace that surpasses all understanding, that peace, When, when, when you find a portion, I'm not saying I have it all the time, but when I have that little portion of that peace, then I know that I'm okay.
0: I'm glad you said you don't have that sort of peace all the time and i I understand what you mean by that it's not like god has taken away the peace it's Mm. just you yourself you're not at peace yes uh, and i'm glad you said that because people sometimes expect you whether as a christian or motivator whatever it is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they expect you to be perfect all the time Mm. and when you go through these challenges it's like aren't you supposed to be And it's like, no, that's the whole point,
1: Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm.
0: we will go through them.
1: Exactly. But
0: we'll be delivered from all those uh, adversities and afflictions. Of
1: course, of course.
0: And I wanted to touch on something else, which was, um, I I don't want to call it so in a seed. So I I don't want to use that term because it's going to be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. Your actions Mm
2: -hmm.
0: are sort of like a seed. You, Regardless of what you do, good or bad, whether Mm -hmm. it's your best or least, Mm -hmm anything you do will sort of yield a result yes. Do you. Is that something you? Of course, you yes, yeah. The more you put in, of course, mm-hmm. the more you'll be able to get out. Mm-hmm. But in this society, generation of YOLO, mm-hmm. you only live once. How do you expect people to live a fulfilled, I mean, how? it's not easy to live a fulfilled life if I'm just thinking, look, I only live once.
1: Um. <clears throat> I think yes, yeah, that we, 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 we only live once. Yeah. That is that is very much true. And um, I think sometimes I think from what you're saying, if I can correct me if I'm wrong, is that okay, I only live once, so let me just go get it. Let me just do what I need to do. Yeah. Go and get the peas. If that's <laughs> you know, it. Yeah. go and get those cars, go and get yeah. whatever I need yes. to do. Yes. And um, what we have to realize is that there are consequences in our actions and things like that. There's nothing wrong with money.
0: No, absolutely. There's nothing not. wrong in yeah.
1: if you have a taste for flashcards, for flashcards. There's nothing wrong in trying to acquire to get wealth. It's how you do that. You know that that's that's what you have to realize. You have to do things ethically. And what happens is that when you know when you you're not doing something ethically, ideally, because you have a conscience, and your conscience gets your conscience gets pricked, and you think to yourself, "Oh my gosh, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right." Then don't go down that road. Some people, if you're, if it would call it discernment, you can discern when you yes. know something's not right, yes. and that discernment is is there for your. I believe is there for your protection, mm. and it's it, it, it's almost like don't don't do that or do that or you know you really have to be attuned with your with the Holy Spirit that's working with inside of you to know where you should be and where you shouldn't be. And and it, and it's like I said, it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime to learn that.
0: That's that's interesting. If I. The whole point of Yolo is I don't want to wait.
1: Mm.
0: I don't want to wait, and a lot of people I'm sure you've seen around people don't want to wait for these things. Mm. Um, I don't want to wait to buy my car. I don't want to wait to buy my house. I I want to get it by all means, and that's only money is just one aspect of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's also um, relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, mm-hmm. Um, how you regard the opposite sex, or mm-hmm. this, you know, um, you know, it, it, it's. It's a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I I don't know I I just think you're right Without that purpose Mm -hmm. The Yolo lifestyle is very easy Yeah I I think that's very easy And um, I think I've only found my purpose I've only really understood So I don't How am I going to put this I've understood God's instruction in my life Mm -hmm. As to what I should do Mm -hmm. I didn't understand why Okay. And I only understood why this year.
1: Amen.
0: I only found that true purpose this year. Amen. And until I embraced that purpose, I was never, I, I just, nothing I ever did.
1: Satisfied.
0: It just, mm. it just didn't. didn't fill you yeah, up. Yeah, it just, and it, <clears throat> I never committed.
1: Mm.
0: Now, funny enough, that's one of my, that's one of my flaws, or should I say was one of my flaws. It's not, I can start things, I can do things. I would never stick to it. Mm-hmm. But I know now I never stuck to it because it was without purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm talking about me personally of course, now. Of course. Anytime I do anything for money, mm-hmm. it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Me
0: personally. Mm-hmm. If the only motivation
1: mm-hmm.
0: is more money, it doesn't work. For me. I hear you. Just for me. I'm not saying for everybody else.
1: But he 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 says in his word, and, and you know, I know there's probably biblical people out there here. So forgive my interpretation of how I'm going to say this, but he said he opens the windows windows of heaven for you, and he pours you out a blessing so big enough that you won't have room to receive it. So you know, a lot of the time people are chasing the money, the mullah. Yeah. But what we have to realize, if we just take it out of biblical context, although I try not to, money is just a means to get something
0: means to
1: an end if money doesn't have no value it's paper it is It it literally physically when you look at a note it's paper but we we have the money in exchange for something yes and that is a biblical principle a lot of people call it um, sowing a seed and reaping or the power of cause and effect or whatever you want to call it there's many different types of um, principles and philosophies around it but it basically stems in the bible yes it stems from the bible you know that you know the bible a bishop said is written from an agricultural perspective and that's how we have to see things that we have to sow a seed yeah. to reap a harvest mm. but there's also times in the bible when it says that you will reap a harvest where you ha- where the seed hasn't actually been sown and again i don't know the scripture for it yeah. um but that's the beauty of the blessings of being in christ where the former rain and the latter rain will come yeah. and then you receive a harvest in the first month you know um but if we're looking at it from an agricultural perspective, the Bible, and then seeing our lives as being the farmers, we have to sow a seed. It's not just going to come out of in air You've you have to till the ground
2: you have
1: to till the ground you have to turn those those seeds that have been planted you have to wait for the rain to come you know when the rain comes and the harvest comes and you see your seeds are shooting up then you have to reap the harvest and then you have to till the ground again to replant the seed that comes up to get more of a harvest and that is fundamentally what you have to do so all those get rich quick things that <laughs> it's not going to work yeah. because you have to put in physically have to put in the work and I realize that, you know, I, for me personally, just like you, it has to be something I'm doing with my hands. It has to be something I'm doing with my mouth. It has to be something that the, that the gifts that God has placed inside of me, that yes. I'm using those gifts. But I know that when I start to use those gifts for the benefit of his kingdom, that he will bless me. He will bless me with all those things that I've ever desired and ever wanted because he's placed those desires in my heart. So he knows. He knows.
0: I'm so glad you s- <coughs> you've said everything you've said because... You've just repeated yourself a little bit. Uh, you <laughs> haven't, not directly. Mm. Remember when we spoke about process? Yes. You've just spoken about process again in a different form. Amen. People need to go through the process. Mm-hmm. You need to till the ground, you need to plant the seed, and then you need to wait for the rain, and then you need to go, you're you're absolutely right. And I believe in that, One, of, but you see, this is the other problem you have with that. A lot of people who are going through things, Listen to a lot of people mm. um, around them, and they have their purpose and know what they should do.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: by listening to other people, you may have just taken yourself away from where you should where you should be heading. Mm-hmm. And the point I'm trying to make here is that when chasing your goal, your dream, your purpose. Mm-hmm. You've got to be almost, um, what do you call this, carpal tunnel. Yes, yeah. You, you've, you've got to be so focused mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. People will talk. Mm-hmm. People will have opinions, and they're entitled to, to their opinions. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be so focused that you don't even hear them. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And sometimes it's good to process advice. Process it. If it works for you, use you it. it, yeah. And if it doesn't, then you don't. Mm-hmm. But we allow ourselves to get swayed by people. Again, you know what, let's do this. We this has been so faith-based. We're gonna we're gonna touch on it. Okay. Job in the Bible. Yes. He went through his affliction.
1: Yes.
0: And he was so strong and adamant. He was like, nah, I know my God is with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know this is for a purpose. Yes. And then he was about to start listening to his friends who were like, if God really loves you, why are you going through all this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just as he was about to come out of it, he was about to start talking nonsense. And then God said, Who are you? Were you there when I created the heavens and the yes, earth?
1: Yes, yes.
0: And it's important that regardless of what you're going through, people will be there to distract you. Sometimes those, dist- uh, those, those people talking, they're, they're like a test.
1: Yes. They're there right. to
0: test you and make you grow. Yes. Not for you to follow. Yes. And and I think that's important to to take in and to realize as well, mm-hmm. that everybody will talk, mm-hmm. everybody will have their opinion, but what's important is where you're heading.
1: That's right. So
0: yeah, so I I just I, because even the way we met, mm-hmm. um, as I said, people would have said, "Well, why are you talking to him? Just go for your massage." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just go for your massage. <laughs> and if I didn't, and one of the, in fact, I'm glad we're talking about this now. I'm always scared to put myself out there. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I really, I hate
2: mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to
0: new places and doing new things. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it, I really despise it. it's an it's so uncomfortable for me, mm. but every time I've put myself out there, something great has happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Something
0: good has always happened, so I think it's also important for people not to be because you spoke about fear earlier. yes, don't let fear um
1: grip you don't don't no, I agree with you. It's important not to let fear even take residence one iota in your mind in your heart or any part of your life, we know that it's not of God. Fear is not of God. And we know that it's 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 debilitating. Once yes. it grips you, it's debilitating oh, yes. and it can set right, you yes. back. That's right. It can really set you back. So any, any inkling of it, use those strategies, pick up the word, start to pray, be around people that are like-minded that are positive that are going places that that know the word be find a mentor even there's nothing wrong in having a mentor a lot of people nowadays they don't want to have a mentor they want to do it by themselves or whatever you know i've i've actually reached out because i know as a female that i would like to have a mentor and god's blessed me enough to meet somebody who will potentially this year i will start being mentored by this person and um i'm not ashamed of it you know i'm not ashamed i've been calling out for a mentor for a pretty long time And um, I thought it was one person, but God shifted it and said, no, it's it's actually this person. And and I've approached this person. They've said yes. And so we're working on something together. So I know that it can only get better from here. And she is a strong woman of God. You know, she's a strong woman of God and she's a minister. And I'm just, I feel so blessed that I will be, yeah, have a mentor.
0: I was about to ask, you to go into your strategies yes. for overcoming adversity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I won't, not yet. Okay. You mentioned shame. Mm-hmm. Shame is very horrible mm. because it sort of sows the seed of self-doubt. It makes you feel as if you need to compete or mm-hmm. you're not where you're supposed to be, whereas you're always where you are supposed to be. You just need to go through the process to get to the next level.
1: Of course.
0: Um, How do you deal with shame?
1: Well, first of all, I want to touch on what you've just said about where you're supposed to be. Society, we know that this society is very heavily on age. If you don't get to here in a certain age, then you failed. If you don't have a house at a certain age, then you failed. If you don't have a car, if you're not married, if you you know you haven't had children or blah 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 blah, there's always a failure. But it's like whose standards are we living by? Who Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> who, who, who's 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 yard pole are we measuring yes. our life by? And I think once we realise that that yard pole is not something that we should be adhering to, then we real then you start to realise that hang on a minute, I may be in my sixties, but I've still got a purpose. Yeah. Like just because I've retired early from work or I don't work anymore doesn't mean that my life has stopped. You know, where I always say that where there is breath mm-hmm. in the body there is and there is life, there is purpose. Okay. You know, I, I speak of a family member quite recently who, who unfortunately is not well at the moment. And every time I see that person, I'm just saying, you have breath in your body, there is still a purpose in your life. Where you are now is not where you're gonna be for the rest of your life. It's yeah. just a season that you're going through. Right. And that when you get through this season, you're gonna be stronger and more faithful than where you were before you even entered this season. You know, so where there is breath in your body, there is purpose, do not give up. And you know, the Bible tells us that he'll never put us to shame. He will never put us to shame. So, you know, you may be going through situations. You may be in your forties or your fifties, and you feel like you haven't accomplished anything. Who's standards? Think about the KFC man. What was his name? Mister Colonels? Colonel, Colonel Sixty-one, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, sixty-one, before and he, he... Start,
0: and he had started so many businesses before. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a similar story to McDonald's as well. Yeah um uh, McDonald's wasn't meant to be McDonald's. I think they but they started off with milkshakes or something. I think so. I'm not 100% sure on that, yeah, one, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, So you're you're absolutely right there um in terms of uh being where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And shame.
1: Don't 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 feel like because you haven't achieved your standards which was measured by the world standard that you are that you that, there's, that, that, that that's it people's life begins before it was like life begins at 30 and that's life begins at 40 you know, give it two years life begins at 70 you know people are living longer which is great you know embrace life and in, 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 fulfill your desires for, pursue purpose if you get early retirement say you've been in a job for a certain amount of years whether you be a nurse or a doctor and then you have retirement now still pursue still pursue those desires that god's placed in your heart because you're still alive you're still alive. So, you know, what I'm trying to say here is that don't think that because you haven't achieved things by what people are showing you mm. or by the world standard doesn't mean that there's still that's the end of it. There's still
0: hope. Because you haven't achieved things by other people's standards yeah. doesn't mean you haven't achieved. Exactly. Oof, I like that.
1: And and in saying that, you know, that might not be your desire. Yeah your desire might be to have just a healthy life yes. and spend time and to be able to spend time with your family. Yeah. That's have the a des- home. That's it. That's the desire that God's placed in your heart. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be not, like with the mil- bunching up with the millionaires and there's nothing wrong with being a millionaire either. You know, it's whatever the desire is in your heart that God's placed inside of you. That is what you need to pursue because that will give you everything that you need. And when you pursue him and that you're, when you're in him first because first of all you have to be in him and then when you seek him he will give you the desires of your heart he says seek me first seek him first in, in his righteousness and all these things shall be added and unto you
0: that's right i love what you've just said so in essence uh stop trying to keep up with the Joneses yeah and keep up with your purpose and your desires that's right so before we bring today's uh episode to an end we're talking about strategies for overcoming adversity. Yes. How would you, what What advice could you give people? Like just quick nuggets that? Pray. Prayer, right?
1: Communication with God, Communication, conversation like we're having yeah. now. Read your Bible, be in fellowship. And when I say fellowship, for those that are non-Christians, be around people that are like-minded insofar as have direction and purpose. Okay. Um, find a mentor someone that you can trust. Um, Talk to someone who you know from your past, who knew you, whether that be an elder in your life, whether it be a parent or a grandparent, ask them what they saw in you as a child, what things did you really enjoy doing as a child, whether it be drawing or whatever it is, ask them,
0: that's that's, that's sometimes key. Can we just be clear, you said speak to somebody from your past because (laughs) I've got to say, I did a podcast, uh, an episode of this, where we're talking about people from your past, because not everybody from your past wants you to succeed. Of course not. So what you're talking about really is um, those who you trust from your past. Of course, yes. Those who, I don't know, have played a significant part or something like that. Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. right, just not anybody from your past. Not just anybody, no, I'm talking
1: about... And sometimes elders Elders carry a lot of wisdom. It could be a foster carer, it could be a guardian, it could be a school teacher, someone that knew you and knew what you liked... Even if you just go back in your mind, what did I like to do at school? What was what gave me that desire? What gave gave me that buzz? What have, what have I did I do at school that I know that I'm still doing now? Could have been sports. <laughs> I'm still I'm still into sports now. I'm not saying I am. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> you can be. There are different kinds of sports. I
1: do different like a bit of, of bit of swimming from now from time to time. But um, yeah, you know, um, find those things that that you liked when you were younger because sometimes those are the keys to unlock into what what it is that you should be doing now
0: the unrestricted joys yeah the 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 things you did without fear
1: things that you did without fear the things that you did without the knowing that oh my gosh i've got to pay the bills and blah 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 blah, blah the things that you that you pursued and that you loved and that and that that gave you joy
0: thank you very much and on that note i'd like to say thank you very much for coming on that's okay Um, Can I just say one thing before we leave?
1: I I think I misquoted when I said that you're alone. You're never alone. The journey is one that you're walking on this path. People will always, there's always a narrow road and a wide road. The narrow road is a very, (laughs) very narrow road, but there are other people walking on that path. And fundamentally, Christ is always with you. So although you may feel like you're alone, you're never actually alone. So I stand to be corrected.
0: So, but alone in terms of, you can't rely on people, though.
1: Um, not always, no. But fundamentally, the only person that you can rely on is is, is God. He He will never have, right. never, never, ever fail you. I'm telling you that from now. Thank if you. If you can take away anything, just just hold on to that. He will never ever fail you.
0: God will never fail you. Yeah. And on that note, thank you very much for coming on, Fiona. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. You didn't have to be here, mm-hmm. but you're here with us. Thank yep. you for your for your wisdom and for being candid about your experience as well.
1: We thank God.
0: Um, mm-hmm. As always, we say we aspire, we act, we achieve. We're mm-hmm. here to motivate and inspire. And, and inspire. Uh, thank you very much and God bless.
1: God bless you too.
0: We are also... Awesome. We are noble. We are able. You have just listened to The Noble Faculty Podcast. You have been put on this earth for a purpose. Just listened to You have just listened to You have just listened to the Noble Faculty Podcast. The Noble Faculty Podcast. The Noble Faculty Podcast. You have just listened to the Noble
2: Faculty Podcast.